This is SymphonyCast from APM, American Public Media. I'm Steve Seal. We're at Bridgewater Hall in Manchester, England, with the BBC Philharmonic, led by Nicholas Cullen, for a dynamic concert that promises to showcase the full sonic possibilities of the symphony orchestra. This vast modern hall will be transformed into an even bigger space, an awesome mountain range, as depicted by Richard Strauss in his massive, thrilling work, An Alpine Symphony. By contrast, soprano Francesca Chiegina takes center stage to sing an extraordinary, florid, and romantic work of early modernism by Alban Berg, his seven early songs, a work Berg originally composed, in fact, at a young age when he was still himself captivated by the music of Richard Strauss, but subsequently returned to later in life when his perspective had been widened by his significantly influential friend and lifelong mentor, Arnold Schoenberg. And fittingly, Schoenberg's music makes an appearance in the work that will open our concert, a piece that is nearly brand new. In fact, one written in response to the global pandemic by the BBC's own young composer in association, Tom Colt. A concert with many internal connections, but bridging the space of over 120 years, and one that's also a showcase for youthful classical talent from its conductor, soprano soloist, and featured composer. Welcome to APM's Symphony Cast. This week's program is indeed a showcase not just for youthful blood in the classical world, but proof that youthful voices are already taking a commanding lead in shaping the present moment in classical music. Conductor Nicholas Callan turned 40 this year, but with his boyish face and tousled hair, he could easily pass for 25. He's known for being the founder and music director of the Aurora Orchestra, as well as the chief conductor of the Finnish Radio Symphony Orchestra. Soprano Francesca Ciegina, who will sing Alban Berg in our concert centerpiece, is a fresh-faced 32, but she has already wowed audiences from the proms to Covent Garden. And English composer Tom Colt, only halfway through his 30s, has received commissions from the London Sinfonietta to the BBC Philharmonic. And his 2022 opera Violet was described by the London Telegraph as the best new British opera in years. So we have quite a display of talent on hand here at Bridgewater Hall in Manchester. Our concert opens with Tom Colt's latest commission for the BBC film, a work with a curious title, Three Pieces That Disappear. Colt said he was looking to express a sense of music, including his own, disappearing, fading away during the COVID-dominated year of 2020. Colt says that during that time, like so many musicians and artists, he watched as one by one performances of his own music were canceled, leading to a sense that it was slowly being forgotten. Adding to this, Colt experienced his own health problems, resulting in episodes of blackouts and the sense of familiar words and sights and sounds becoming blurred or indistinct. And so as the piece progresses, music is remembered, forgotten, misremembered, or imagined. You'll also hear recorded sounds in this work, and they come from Colt's own dictaphone, one that the composer says malfunctioned one day. 
causing it to record the wrong parts of his dictation. Thus, the machine itself, he says, misremembered the sounds it was supposed to have recorded, and in that sense, underscoring, in a way, everything that seemed to be going wrong or falling apart during the pandemic. Here now is conductor Nicholas Collin to lead the BBC Philharmonic in this work commissioned by the orchestra, Three Pieces That Disappear, by Tom Colt on SymphonyCast.
sense of memory fading, music itself becoming blurred and at times misremembered, and the sound of a dictaphone recording adding to the atmosphere of things maybe mistaken, maybe fully imagined, and all those elements coming together to convey the sense of unease and uncertainty during the COVID-19 pandemic. Three Pieces That Disappear by contemporary composer Tom Colt. The BBC Philharmonic was conducted by Nicholas Collin here at Bridgewater Hall in Manchester, England on SymphonyCast. Tom Colt is composer in association with the BBC Philharmonic, and that was the premier performance of that work, which was commissioned by the orchestra. Much of the music in that piece actually refers to older music by Colt, as if the composer himself is misremembering his own music, as if through a fever or a restless sleep. You might have also picked up on references to music by other composers, including Arnold Schoenberg. Next on our concert from Manchester, Nicholas Collin and the BBC Philharmonic will be joined by the Nigerian-American soprano Francesca Chiegina for music that was begun between 1900 and 1910. Seven early songs by Alban Berg, who wrote about 150 songs in that first decade of the new century. In fact, songs for voice and piano were just about all that he wrote during that decade but then began his long and fruitful relationship with his teacher, Arnold Schoenberg, who taught him not just orchestration, but how to push the boundaries of music itself, greatly expanding Berg's sonic palette. So when he returned to these pieces in later years, the result is a fascinating blend of the kind of music he was writing before meeting his modernist mentor and the sonic frontiers he would ultimately explore. Soprano Francesca Ciegina says that she continually reminds herself when she sings these songs that they are all ultimately love songs. But the texts also employ nature as a metaphor for love, such as the nightingale symbolizing springtime, the time after all for lovers. There are images of blooming roses and their scent which wafts through open windows. And here they come, Francesca Ciegina, followed by Nicholas Colon, to perform with the BBC Philharmonic. This work bridging two musical worlds, the romanticism of the 19th century, reaching toward the musical adventurism and expanded tonalities of the 20th. And Alban Berg's seven early songs on Symphony Cast. Oh 
an intensely romantic reflection on summer days and a fascinating musical bridge between 19th century romanticism and the challenging emerging frontier of 20th century atonality. Alban Berg's seven early songs performed by the celebrated Nigerian-American soprano Francesca Chiegina with Nicholas Collin conducting the BBC Philharmonic here at Bridgewater Hall in Manchester, England. You can still hear the traces of Richard Strauss's influence on Berg in that piece as Berg began writing the core of that music as a young man when he was still under Strauss's thrall. Well, in a moment, we'll join Strauss as well as a team of climbers setting out for a death-defying journey up a mountainside for a musical portrait of man both against nature and reveling in its incredible majesty, an Alpine symphony by Richard Strauss. When our concert from Manchester continues in just a moment on APM's Symphony Cast. Welcome back to Symphony Cast. I'm Steve Seal. We're at Bridgewater Hall in Manchester, England this week for a concert by the BBC Philharmonic, led by guest conductor Nicholas Collon. This second half of our program will feature one single massive work, Richard Strauss's Ode to the Natural World Expressed in Terms of Monumental Awe, an Alpine Symphony, and accordingly... The BBC Philharmonic itself has expanded considerably in size for this piece in order to convey the enormous vistas that Strauss sought to depict for the work. Dating from 1915, this immense piece was the last of Strauss's ten-tone poems composed over the course of four years, but the music itself describing only one day, albeit a death-defying one, traversing the Alps. The work has its origins in an experience that Strauss himself had as a boy when he and a group of friends attempted to scale a mountain but lost their way and were caught in a snowstorm, barely making their way down. This work depicts a similar journey, one spanning a total of 11 hours but compressed into roughly 45 minutes. Strauss depicts the daunting scale of the adventure using huge instrumental forces. The score calls for roughly 125 players, and the BBC Philharmonic is reaching for that size as it pushes the edges of this already wide and deep stage here at Bridgewater Hall. We set out at dawn, ascend the lower reaches of the mountain across meadows and through a forest, wade through a river, come upon a waterfall before getting snagged in a thicket and lost in the undergrowth. 
And we're just getting started. Eventually we cross the glacier and ultimately arrive at the summit. But our victory is short-lived because a thunderstorm interrupts our reverie. As we hoof it down the mountain, we battle rain and sleet until we reach the bottom again, just as the sunset gives way to nightfall. You'll hear an offstage hunting party with their horns at one point. Harps and a Celeste create the spray from a waterfall. Almost every tool and color available to Strauss in his sonic paint box is put to use. Coming out onto the stage now, guest conductor Nicholas Colon, our guide, leading the BBC Philharmonic and us on this treacherous but exhilarating journey. Here is an Alpine Symphony by Richard Strauss on SymphonyCast.
mountain climbing team is safe, having made it down the mountainside alive, but not without a sense of awe and perhaps a much greater respect for nature and how she can be unforgiving. But of course, spectacular as well. The incredible final tone poem by Richard Strauss, an Alpine symphony performed by the BBC Philharmonic, conducted by Nicholas Colon, here at Bridgewater Hall in Manchester, England, on SymphonyCast. A huge orchestra is demanded by Strauss to evoke the incredible vistas depicted in his score. Nicholas Colon now wandering through the orchestra to bring different members to their feet so they can take their own bows. The audience here at Bridgewater Hall loving that. Principal trumpet Tom Fountain. Principal horn Ben Hulm. Paul Turner, timpani. Also principal oboe Jennifer Galloway. All invited to stand by Nicholas Colon. And Cor Anglais player Gillian Callow. Strauss also calls for an amazing battery of percussion, cowbells, wind machine, and thunder sheet. Also an entire brass choir offstage, almost overwhelming. The instrumental forces summoned for this work, an Alpine symphony. You can listen again to this week's program featuring the BBC Philharmonic at our website, yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. And from our website, you can also download free music and like us on Facebook. That's yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. In the remaining time, we'll hear one more work by Richard Strauss. This is Till Eulenspiegel's Merry Pranks and a performance by the Berlin Philharmonic on Symphonycast.
Till Eulenspiegel's Merry Pranks by Richard Strauss. That performance featured the Berlin Philharmonic, led by Herbert von Karajan, on SymphonyCast. You can listen to this week's show featuring the BBC Philharmonic, led by Nicholas Collin, on our website, yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. And from our website, you can also download free music and like us on Facebook. Again, that's yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. APM SymphonyCast is produced by Daniel Nass, with technical director Michael Osborne and assistance from Tania Major. I'm Steve Seal. Join us again next time on SymphonyCast. This is APM, American Public Media, sharing the power of classical music.